It's 3 o'clock on the Blitz 1170, and that means it's time for the show with Pop and Colby. <laughs> As we talk about nonsense. I have no idea what you're talking about. Scott File is alongside trying to keep them on time. It's technically a sports show. He had a little, he had a little, uh, a little butt bump right before uh, he snapped it. What did he say? A butt bump. Offensively, we're actually rushing the ball pretty good. So we just got to stay with it, stay balanced. But we didn't get a break, you know, and hell, it's a seven-point game. I got we're you. In good shape. All right. No, seriously. But that's debatable. So you're like, eh, eh, eh. And then you got, and then like, you're like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I'm trying to catch my breath here. I've been by the Alamo, but I've never stopped. So I'm going to go like maybe like do the Heisman pose in front of the Alamo and have somebody take a photo. What's not happening was I didn't have to kiss a pig today. We just want to have fun. Real talk. <laughs> I think I just died. Yeah. I'm, I'm your redneck conscious talking to you right now, <laughs> yeah, Cody. Like, where's this voice coming from, my man? We can oh, do that. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't uh, you can't tease me like that and, and uh, then we go in a different direction. Well, especially not when you're in town. Ah, damn it. Blasting their way across Oklahoma. It's the show with Pop and Colby on the Blitz 1170. Boy, this just, just gets weirder all the time, doesn't it? have made it to Friday. Happy Friday afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. I'm Colby Daniels, along with the 2023 Oklahoma Sportscaster of the Year, Jeremy Poplin, Scott File on the other side of the glass in the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studio. Gentlemen, what is happening today? What's going on, man? Feels good to uh, be in on a Friday that uh, we are on Bedlam Eve. That game you can hear, by the way, right here on the Blitz 1170 tomorrow. We've got a conversation with uh, John Holcomb, who will be taking part in that game, coming up a little bit later on in the afternoon. But, yeah, it's been a uh, it's been a fun Friday so far. Had a little TV this morning that I was a part of where we played the Immaculate Grid. I, I wasn't that familiar with the Immaculate Grid. I don't know if either of you guys are or not. If Scott, if you have played that courtesy of the – well, I mean, if it's a pro football focus or pro ba- or excuse me, reference pro basketball reference, they've got them for hockey, soccer, all of them. I hadn't really played it before until we got to uh, prep for a news segment this morning. So yeah, that was that was fun this morning. But looking forward to this afternoon show. I was not familiar with it, but I did see the video and uh, seems simple enough. Yeah, yeah, it's it's something that I think I might actually start working into my rotation of things to keep me occupied because you know, as they say, idle hands are the devil's play toy. So anything that I can keep my hands busy <laughs> with right now, <laughs> and it might start including some uh, immaculate grits. Very nice, very nice. What did you guys get into last night? Uh, Thunder Clippers for me. I I watched a significant portion of the uh, Thunder game. I thought that was a great first half. And then they came out and finally put some distance between themselves and the Clippers. And I agree with the sentiment that came out of last night, which was it was mainly just seemed like a whole hell of a lot more effort from Oklahoma City than it did from Los Angeles last night. And they, they pulled away and... 
I was happy that they ended up pulling away so I could jump over and find out whatever next obsession that I could find on Netflix. Yeah, I'm with you. It felt like we talked about after the All-Star break where things ramp up to another level. Like I don't, it wasn't playoff basketball by any means, but it, it felt like it was an elevated brand of basketball, and I I absolutely enjoyed it. I did too. It it did feel that way at least for a first half, and then it was like you could tell the Clippers maybe a little uh, hungover, you know, yeah. maybe maybe Harden had maybe one too many burritos, Goodness. you know, before the before the game. <laughs> And uh, he just didn't have – he hit some shots there, I think, to get it to within 16 at one point with nine minutes to go in the fourth quarter. But you could just tell for them in the second half, it wasn't part of the grind, at least right now for for the Clippers. So I, they kind of took the foot off the gas a little bit. And I, yeah. th- they're still going to be a problem for someone down the stretch. The West is just too good. I, I'm starting to buy in, though, to the fact that I don't know if the West is as good as what it once was uh, just overall, but still some really good teams, and the top four teams are going to be really good in the playoffs. I mean, it's the better side, right? It, it is, yes. I'm telling you, the team right now, no one's talking about the Dallas Mavericks. Another win last night over Phoenix. I don't know how many in a row that is for them, but I, I, I heard Dirk last night. In an interview, say, I made it a point to go in the locker room just to tell them that I was proud of them because it seems like they're a different team since they've made a few of those trades. They look a little different. Uh, Kyrie looks healthy, and Luca's Luca. I, I heard Allen Iverson talking about him on Shaq's podcast today, and I was laughing about what what Iverson was saying about Luca. But yeah, look out for the Mavericks. I, I know they got work to do to stay out of play-in situations and we already know that if you are not in the top four seeds the chances of you winning a championship are slim and none but they could be a problem for someone here down the stretch well i don't think i would put them as a championship contender and and i have very little confidence that 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 would ultimately take place but could i see them pulling off a first round upset absolutely yes I i just i don't see them winning four series in the postseason, but could they win one, maybe two, and and shock some people? And yeah, I think I think so. And that's probably again one of those teams that I you know you you, you may look at the matchup on paper and think you have a big advantage, but you're going to have to beat them. Hey Amen. When you're on a seven game win streak, I mean you can't you can't knock them. You can't knock them at all. Don't sleep on the Mavericks now. Pretty big game for them last night, too, considering it was the Suns. And it looked like they were sleepwalking a little bit through that game. But by the second half, it was uh, it was impressive. But by far, maybe the most important thing to come out of the NBA last night was the fact that we had video and then the audio portion released of someone telling Kevin Durant, don't worry, I have a podcast where I talk about sports. I think that was the highlight of the sports world last night of those two idiots that were sitting like third row courtside <laughs> there in Dallas. And you know what that scene reminded me of? And I yeah, I hate to like judge anyone based off of what they look like, but <laughs> I do it all the time. It's fine. That Bob. reminded me of the joke about certain people saving up the entire year to go to the fair 
that couple looked like that they had been saving a long time to be able to afford those third-row seats in, in Dallas, and they were going to make the most of it with trying to troll Kevin Durant, calling him a B when he ran out of the, uh, out of the tunnel. Bro, I don't understand why people think this isn't Twitter. Like, if you're, like, in the vicinity of players in a sporting ring, like, the NBA players have made it a emphasis. They, they're not going to take that. Especially that dude. Bro. He and his old sensitive ass, like he, if he's willing to take time well, I mean, out of his schedule, we say sensitive, but he didn't have them. No, he out. didn't. I mean, but he clearly Russell heard Westbrook it. Westbrook has had pretty much everybody that said anything to him kicked out of the arena. Right? Yeah, so is Luca. Let's not use hyperbole here. He didn't. Have, he doesn't have everybody kicked out. But when people are being disrespectful, they deserve to be kicked out. That that's like you don't do that to anybody else. There's not, these aren't animals at the zoo. You can't just be saying any willy nilly thing and think you're gonna get away with it, bro. Have th- you ever been to a sports competition, Dion? You I, think people shouting derogatory things to players is like this is a first? I, I think the fact that we can change this behavior says something about our culture and what we're doing now. Just because it's, that's the way it's always been doesn't mean it has to stay that way. No, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm just saying, like, it's it's happened for forever. I mean, it's it's not anything new, and it's, yeah. I, 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 like, I, 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 just I can appreciate when you, when you cross a line in terms of what you say that is beyond, like, maybe just a simple name, you being escorted out. You know, there there is some gamesmanship, I think, to opposing crowd doing things to the visiting team and saying things. But there is a line that, you know, I, I think you can cross where maybe it needs to be intervened. Dion, describe this photo to me. Did this woman actually think that she was going to be able to stick her hand out and get the love from KD <laughs> with this? I, that might be my favorite part of the video. Bro, that's the favorite. That's the one of my favorite things. The smile on her face and the confidence that she shows in wanting to dap KD up after calling him the B word is is maybe the funniest thing I've ever like, seen in my life. KD's going to lean in and they're going to like do the bro hug afterwards. The, yeah, like, the fact uh. she's like, "Hey, let's go." Like, <laughs> and if you don't know what I'm talking about, I just <laughs> tweeted it at Jeremy Poplin so the, you can see it. The thing that shocks me the most is how well she executed the entry of the dap because that's how you like you're supposed to lean into it. But and Colby's get, right though. That is nothing more than a than a woman that lives her everyday life in pure confidence. Which is why it gave her the confidence to say it in the first place. But no That's one right. leans in like that unless you are one billion percent comfortable with yourself. They they did not think that they were going to get a response. Bro, she leaned in with the the grinniest of grins and thinking that KD was going to dap her up after her man or her called him the B word. Like, where, where well, are you was from? Did, I, 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 the voice, I think, oh, yeah, was, was definitely was her. Clearly her. You, and, you don't know what that man sounds hey, like. Hey, man, also... Also, if we're talking about... We do, because we heard him talk. <laughs> living your life in confidence? I mean, you might be able to make the argument for him, too. Did he really think that him dropping that he has a podcast where he talks about sports, that KD be like, yeah, bro, I want to come on. Like, let's talk about it. <laughs> like, but, what is that? But you can't lie. I, like, I couldn't like, tell if he was trying to be like, hey, don't, don't mind us, like we're a big deal, or if he was <laughs> like trying to extend an invite to the podcast. <laughs> you know what they say though like all press isn't good like what what's the what's the saying all press is good press 
They're all put, like somebody's somebody's gonna click on that link. There's no such thing as bad publicity. There you go. You're always with me, Scott. There's, somebody's gonna click on that podcast now than more people than probably ever. Have. I'm sure there's some random Dallas site that covers the Mavs on a regular basis that has been able to identify them or Reddit has or something. They you know, they have to. They're getting interviewed by somebody today. Either that or they're going to make content where they're on TikTok being like, oh, we're the couple. Like, we're the couple. Because if you live your life in that confidence, you're confident enough to actually create a TikTok video saying, no, no, that's us. That That's us. They better be careful, though. Cause... I want to be as confident doing anything in my life as she was trying to dap Katie. It was pretty impressive. I'm not I'm not going <laughs> to. They better be careful, though. I mean, Kevin Durant got some hot bars here recently. Might, might throw out a diss track. Uh, yeah, Orange Bill on Twitter said, I can't get over the, quote, I can get out of anything face that, that both of them have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did they think? And again, I, I know that KD was getting called soft a lot last night, but to his credit, you know, he, he didn't have them kicked out of the building like he could have, and like know. we see frequently. So, I this mean, two examples you soft, now but yeah. That we've had in the past two days of Kevin seemingly growing up a little bit because, yeah, this security was going to kick them out. And he was like, no, you don't, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that at all. He should have let them kick him out. You should have kicked him out. <laughs> Why? So you could knock her level of confidence down a peg that you just can't just get away with everything? Just for the sheer fact that she tried to execute, she tried to dap him up. You think I want to touch you? I guarantee you, you her confidence you... is what prevented Katie from having them kicked out. Bro. <laughs> the fact that you Guaranteed. Had... I mean, she's even got the perfect, like almost full beer hold on the like the rim of the of the glass like she's an old pro yeah. at this so are were they yeah. sitting courtside third row or do they third just row. so it wasn't one of those situations no, that's where, where you could come were. down during shoot around and like no, get they closer. don't even let you come down anymore during shoot around no no no, no. those days are gone hmm. you got to you got to go through multiple layers of scanning QR codes on your tickets <laughs> to make sure that you are allowed in that area because that's in the exact same vicinity as where Cuban sets. Like, it's not that far off from where Mark Cuban's at all the time. Yeah, that's true. Even though he don't own the joint anymore. I mean, 20% of it, but still. That'll, but that's the level of, of tickets that we're talking about there. That'll always be Mark Cuban's team. I hope, here's what I really hope, is I hope that they didn't actually buy those, that those were some sort of giveaway tickets. <laughs> And whoever sits there on a regular basis now has to deal with the fallout of having those two represent them. That makes that's what that I would hope. make a lot of sense, Pop. That's that would what make I a lot of sense. That would be like me making an ass of myself, like when next time San Antonio's in the house and I get some of the Griffin tickets that are like pretty pretty solid. Pretty and I just I just go in there and just start making an absolute fool of myself around Wimby. Hey, that's the guy from the Immaculate Grid. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. I roll in there wearing like a baguette hat or something like that, just looking like a complete buffoon. <laughs> Go show. Yeah, that Is was that one of the funny moments. 2023 Oklahoma Sportscaster of the Year, Jeremy Poppins. Yes. yes. Uh, I get like one of those little French hats on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, I yeah. watched that video, though, probably it's, 50 times last it's night. It's one of my favorite just, things to happen from last I, night. I found different elements of it fascinating with each watch. I know. 
I've, I've so got good. the audio, by the way, on my Twitter feed of him saying, oh, don't worry, bro, I got a, a, a podcast that talks about sports and then the, the photo of her, which is just brilliant. <laughs> that, just the, why is that the first thing that comes out of your mouth? Because they were definitely nervous and scared. Well, it was later moment. on. It was like later on, right, as Kevin, because also to a very underrated element of that as well is the complete body turn away from Durant when he hears don't worry bro I've got a yes. podcast that talks about yeah. sports that was another the, great part the of the level video. of just like the the he was already disgusted clearly because he approached them right but to, it goes to almost like a level of disgust where he just wants to wash his hands of the situation right yeah yeah so good it, it reminded and, and me look, a lot I think she was confident but he I think he was incredibly nervous yeah, I think he was probably way more nervous than she was. But Kevin's response reminded me of the famous GIF GIF now of Westbrook that rolls his eyes after the question. You know the what I'm talking about? Are you talking where he about rolls the, his eyes and Westbrook then walks or Harden, away? James Harden? Or James Harden, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, where James Harden, Harden yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. kind of what KD's response was last night. Agreed. Don't worry, bro. I got a sports podcast that talks about this. By the way, Harden gets like not even a quarter of the response that not only KD get, but also Russ. Like, I get it with Russ because he was there, but man, bro, like, when they're like, ladies and gentlemen, James Harden, you might hear this. You guys are so mean to James they Harden don't. for no reason. Am I, am I wrong on that? There's hardly any reaction whatsoever in terms of positive. So mean yeah, to nobody, James I mean, Harden no one cares. No reason. For no reason. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the Thunder fan base loved James Harden too much when he left anyway. At the time, most of the Thunder fan base thought that it was totally fine. I just remember and all I the beard it, merch that they were selling. Yeah, like, like, I mean, he's a he's a part of... Yeah, I, I thought, thought he, he was, was beloved. The culture here, I think OKC. he was kind of a character, but I don't think he was loved in the way that they thought like he was on the same level as Katie and Russ when he left here, and he ultimately became what he became. But he was also... I mean, when he was in Houston... Russ and Harden had yes. had a couple of years there where they were like 1A and 1B for the MVP, right? And and OKC and Houston at that time were big rivals. They met in the postseason multiple times. Mm. Like, I, I, I think the Thunder fan base, for the most part, absolutely despised James Harden throughout his time in in Houston. And, you know, he's he's become one of the more unlikable superstars or former superstars in, in the entire league. You know what's so funny about it is today that the Thunder announced that they now have this, uh, what do they call it, the Thunder legacy wall that's inside the locker room at Paycom now for the 16 seasons that they've been there. I'm watching the video right now. There is hardly anything of James Harden on that video. I mean, mean to this guy for no it, reason. I, there's, there's not much at all of him in the number of players that they ran through here i mean it, this is unbelievable just I mean, the lack of of james harden it it does make sense though because in, when you're thinking about players in the nba even guys who have retired you're synonymous for a specific team and james harden when he retires he'll be synonymous with the houston rockets not okc but he's still a part of that early portion of this. The point is, the Thunder don't have a long history, is yeah, what Pop's saying. Exactly. And, and for in their in their short time, to not recognize a guy that was an MVP of the league and a future Hall of Famer is curious.
Very sketch. Yeah. Very, very sketch. And so a that part should give of you an the idea. one and only finals team. The, like, you're right. You're right. I just saw more of Ennis Freedom in that video than I did of James Harden, for crying out loud. That that should tell you something about the legacy that he has. That, that's just a, a casual observation from last night, and every time he rolls back in through the building. I mean, they gave us a nice round of applause for Russ. Man, a dude just enjoys strip clubs and holds out so he can get to the best place he wants to go, and everybody just hates him. Just mean to him for no reason. Well, you know, the report was in that finals. He was at strip clubs every night and massively hung over. I just saw more of Victor Oladipo in that video (laughs) than I saw of James Harden. So now I have to find out. I need photos of what the Thunder legacy wall inside the locker room actually looks like and find out just how small the James Harden piece is on the Thunder legacy wall. If Nick Collison is not the centerpiece, then what are we? Oh my gosh, yes! With a big bald eagle flying in behind him. It's the only. It's the only thunder number in the rafters, right? Yeah, that bald eagle's got like a tattoo of Uncle Sam on it on its wing too, right behind Nick Collison. (laughs) Says a lot. Says a lot. Nick Collison Uh, walked so Gordon Hayward could run. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you know what they have in common? They're both big-time bleeders. Yeah, they are. They are. Nick Collison invited to the cookout. You know what I'm talking about, guys. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> that's, that's correct. That is, that is correct. That's pretty true. All right, we will, uh, we will take a timeout. We've got a big show. We've got uh, both Dusty Dvorak and John Holcomb in the 5 o'clock hour Obviously, a lot to talk about on this Friday. Bedlam Eve and the second unofficial second half of the NBA season underway. We have Thunder basketball tonight uh, for one of the Griffin Friday matchups. Thunder hosting the Wizards, so you can tune into that. Dion Amade is hanging out along with Jeremy Poplin and Scott File in the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studio. I'm Colby Daniels. Pop has the reins next on the Blitz 1170, and we are streaming on the Blitz 1170 app.